1: Uh, Yeah, I think our best bet is just to like, let's just no editing, just drop this fucker as is. This is a total. This is this this is is raw, baby. This is my kind of fun here.
2: I am, I am cat Always sitting by your side Oh, where the heads are by your side.
1: self-monitor, we forgot to bring headphones, I'm sure we're fine, Gene, yeah, well, you know, we're just going to kind of keep her loose here, but uh, you want to do keep it close to your mouth, Once not you give me a level there,
3: yeah, I'm checking on this microphone here for you, Baco,
1: yeah, it should be all right, pull some of
3: the hair off and I'll be all right,
1: all right, so we are live at the Nick Mason Saucer Full of Secrets Tour, here. to stop at uh, the State Theater in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Of course, you're listening to Cobras on Fire. My name is Bako. Joining me today is, uh, you're almost uh, basically an honorary member of the show at this point. <laughs> you, after this summer, you really put in some heavy duty. So, uh, Gene Vogel, of course, from the Disciples of the Watch podcast. Uh, well, I'd ask you how you're doing, but I've, been, I've spent the last six hours with you, so you seem yes. to be doing all right. So. I'm doing
3: great, yeah. Enjoy, enjoying a, uh, a fabulous hang with, with Baco, of course, and looking forward to tonight's show.
1: Yeah, and uh, Pantheon uh, sponsors of the Nick Mason Full Secrets Tour. So this is kind of exciting. I, I've never done like a live recording, even though this isn't going out live. But, you know, we're recording it at the event. People are just starting to get in. They're, they're, these are only the VIPs right now, so there's not too many people milling around. And a couple of these people are here. They actually won them, uh, you know, through the, the, the Pantheon app. And they've been is? emailed and told to come visit us. But that, it seems like everybody's afraid of us right now.
3: Well, we are the sexiest people here, so do you blame them?
1: No, no. They gave us a nice little table here, though. And some uh, chairs. Yeah, some chairs. I wasn't sure about the chairs. Yeah, we man. were iffy on the chairs. <laughs> yeah. We got our chairs. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, Chad, who works here at the State Theater, was kind enough to yes, take care here. of us. And what was uh, the gentleman named Craig. that? Craig? Craig and Chad. Okay. So Perry's over there in the uh, oversized Nick Mason t-shirt selling merch to uh, the VIP Yes. Yes. Uh, and Asia Security looks, I think I can take most of them. Uh, (laughs) i I think you could
3: i'd actually pay money to watch that happen and videotape it
1: oh god i wasn't sure with the way everything was set up here if i was going to get in with all my recording equipment and actually went really fucking smooth yes they
3: were very professional very handy i mean
1: (laughs) that old bat
3: (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for you to throw down but i'm glad it didn't come to that
1: yeah yeah um doesn't take much to intimidate me, so that says a lot about the on-site security <laughs> right now.
3: Uh, <laughs> Unless she's packing. I didn't see anything.
1: Asia <laughs> security, the finest in concert security. Serving uh, concert goers for, well, my entire life in this area, so I don't know if they're... Uh, I was going to
3: say at least quite a while.
1: Yeah, I th- almost every, like, Ticketmaster-level event, I think they're the security, but... Apparently
3: they've anyway. got the staff.
1: Uh-oh. We have someone staring at her side. No, she doesn't care. Yep.
3: well Probably checking it out.
1: Yeah. I thought we had uh, our first guest, but. More groupie. Hmm. I mean, we are Could podcasters.
3: Exactly. Yeah.
1: A <laughs> uh, guest groupie. What's that? A groupist? A groupie? Groupist. Oh, A groupist. A grusty <laughs> A gropist? Uh, I'm going with. I like grusty. Grusty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's. It some sounds of them like what I'm saying, especially looking at you right now, but. Uh, Oh, oh! I think that's Nick Mason right there. <laughs>
3: oh, jeez! No, he's. I think he's his cousin. That's. He's not old enough to be Nick.
4: Oh,
1: uh, good. Uh, snow on the roof. And uh, for people familiar with downtown Minneapolis and where this theater is located, whether it's an event like this or like uh, when they put on like uh, like a Broadway type play, it's always kind of fun to see the juxtaposition of the people that are down here every night and the people showing up for like an event. It's uh, quite. Different. Let's just call it two different worlds. I don't want to uh, get myself in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of a lot of loud talking to yourself uh, at bus stops oh yes, coming down to Minneapolis so.
3: and people who seem to know each other yet they seem to be just passing by but yet converse like they they know each other
1: exactly yeah but but they don't ever make eye contact right and that's that's
3: <laughs> <laughs> what makes it interesting and <laughs>
1: you know, what the fuck target closed at 6 p.m. that is sad in yeah.
3: Minnesota it, I feel like it's sacrilege.
1: Yeah, who I, do uh, we call? Uh, it, Walls, uh, Walls, Governor I think. Walls. I think uh, we got to get him on the phone. You know, Jacob Fry is not going to do anything. That bleeding heart um, must. You know, the, you know. It just shows you how prepared we are that we are already into local politics at a Nick Mason uh, concert here. <laughs> um, now, the 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 show he's doing is focusing on basically the first three or four records of the Pink Lloyds, Catalog and the Saucer Full of Secrets record in particular was the last one that Sid Barrett was involved in. Now, I, d- I don't go terribly deep on Pink Floyd. Um, I think my personal collection is um, Wish You Were Here, uh, Dark Side of the Moon, and uh, The Wall. And I recently picked up more a couple of recent releases uh, at, I don't know, half price books or something like that. I got. Uh, Division Bell and Momentary oh. lapse of reason. So, and uh, I bought those mainly just to um, kind of listen to something I never listened to before. So, uh, Momentary I was a little more familiar with than Division Bell, but same. same uh, here. But the other both, you know, obviously, with g- waters out, you're getting Gilmore heavy stuff there. The early stuff though never appealed to me. I think I said to you over dinner, how did yes. this? How did the record label EMI go? <laughs> you know what? Give us another one. Uh, and, and how did people g- gravitate towards it? And that was a different time before w- either one of us were born. So a lot more
3: hallucinogens in the air, so to speak. Uh, and,
1: and I do think they dodged a bullet with Sid Barrett, uh, basically losing <laughs> his damn mind, looking at where that band went. Uh, I don't know that you get there with that guy running the show.
3: Yeah, and I think, well, they were you know at the tail end of that whole psychedelic movement and eventually it just kind of worked its way out, other than bands that kind of just kind of dabbled in it after through the years. But it wasn't a strong a uh, genre to, that would have carried the band forth if they had continued in that to to be in that vein. I mean, it's cool to look back on and listen to. And I'm actually very excited for the for this show. I, I've seen some uh, uh, performances from the when he first did this tour, and the the sound quality and the musicianship was just fantastic. So I'm, I expect, even though we're not. Ex- uh, uh, huge fans of the the, uh, the material presented on the recorded album. I think we're going to get a, a fabulous thing here tonight.
1: Yeah, let's uh, talk a little bit about the, the band. Um, so I know one of the guys, I don't know the, the members of this group uh, very specifically, and I just had it, now it's gone. Jesus Christ, hold on a second. I don't think any of that recorded. Not, I'm saying uh, the restart. Okay, but we just had uh, Paul on. I don't think I got any of it. Uh, Big fan, Paul. That's too bad because that hot take on uh, Roger Waters is you know not something you hear all the time. Uh, And uh, he's he's still working on it. So, how are you, sir? We are uh, uh, to, uh, hosting for a podcast called Cobras and Fire, which is part of the Pantheon podcast. Pantheon is uh, sponsoring the Nick Mason tour. So there's guys like me setting up at basically every stop, uh, just basically kind of covering the event to share it with our listeners and also talk to anybody that wants to come. Uh, what's your name? My
5: name's Dave. Dave? Hi. Dave. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. How far back you go as far as Nick Mason fandom?
5: since 79 yeah okay so are you
1: do you like the old school pink floyd more than the the newer face yes. yeah we were just talking to paul over here and uh, he uh, concurs uh roger Waters not your guy
5: eh, I, pref- I prefer i prefer pink floyd stuff yeah. he, roger
1: was okay he thinks the wall sucks do you agree with that no, it's okay <laughs> i still prefer i prefer
5: the older stuff
1: what year did dark side of the moon come 1973. out 1973 okay so is that where you cut out
5: Oh, I, I mean I love animals. Okay. I love animals. Love yeah. animals, you know. I got some
1: serious get Wish You
5: Were Here is one of my favorites.
1: I like Wish You Were Here better than uh, Dark Side of the Moon.
5: Absolutely. I do too.
1: I'm not the biggest Pink Floyd fan, so I don't consider you know my opinion is only you know, I haven't dug deep, you know, to get into that stuff, but that's I mean, like I
3: have most of their I have most of their live concerts that they've that are recorded. So,
1: oh, you're, that's right. You were telling me you you're big into bootlegs. So. Yeah.
2: Are they
1: one of those bands that are uh, cool with bootlegging? And
2: yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't. You know, I don't really have them. I haven't really heard them come out about it. They're uh, they don't like uh, they don't cooperate with the people that are restoring. Okay,
1: fair enough. So they're not like uh, like whatever uh, Grateful Dead or something like that. Yeah. Where they have a section for them. But uh, uh, have you seen Nick Mason before?
5: Yes. The yes. Last time he was here. Okay,
1: so probably you guys went to the show together, but apart. Yeah, probably. Okay, yeah. all right, that's good. We've done that quite a bit ourselves, <laughs> yeah, that's actually. That's we've that's we've on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. Everything I've kind of researched and, and look at seems like it's visually in that kind of very much in a Pink Floyd vein. But I'm not very versed in the old music. I got to admit.
5: All psychedelic. Okay. The entire show is nothing but psychedelic. So I should it's not have left my current acid current in the stuff, car. Just, uh, 1972 and earlier. Okay. so 66 67 68 69 7 all mm. of their acid rock psychedelic Good stuff, Sid Barrett's right behind you, too, by no, the way. No, no, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it was a joke, sir. He didn't, even, <laughs> he didn't even turn to look. He wasn't fooled. <laughs> he didn't want to see who I was talking about. No, <laughs> <Yeah>, he didn't. <laughs> oh, Right on. He, he so, called uh, your,
3: you guys are following the tour then?
1: No, well, actually, there's a, a Pantheon podcast. Like, we're based out of Minneapolis. Or I'm in St. Paul, whatever. A shot could be for him. So this was the, our date, and okay. there's, there's other podcasts we record all around the country okay. that are kind of being located based on proximity for the most part.
2: Oh, so like the guy from Chicago, will, yep. we'll do the Chicago show, New York, L.A., Kansas City, whatever, yeah. wherever they and some are. Some of them I know,
1: you know, like as friends, personally, a lot of these shows, you know, we're just all part of the same conglomerate I've never met, so.
5: Right, you just talk online and, yep.
1: you know, 100%. So, uh, I don't know. They have to have a Pink Floyd podcast they got like 120 podcasts on pantheon there has to be at least one of them i know there's i know there's pink floyd podcasts out there i'm just curious if pantheon our our host has one but something to research well they're starting to mill in now uh again gentlemen thank you both for your time enjoy the show
3: yes thank you
4: Thanks.
1: making sure we're still rolling here okay (laughs) so i'm guessing they opened it up to everybody
3: yes it looks like there are are people without the badges
1: so so to paint the picture here we got the basically the merch table was open for the vips early uh so it was not as sparse it is it's pretty packed now um, people are starting to mill in here and uh, like our friend Paul said there was a sellout last time so maybe we'll have a pretty big crowd here tonight um, I have no gauge
3: well I have a lot of I have a feeling a lot of pe- these people are uh, retired so it should we should have a packed house tonight all <laughs> well, the uh, big Floyd early fans are- yeah
1: that's you know, a classic concert night Tuesday it is so, it uh, is yeah but, um, we got uh, Sid Barrett checking us out yeah uh, Reborn. Uh, I guess got side-eyed by his girl, too. I don't know what's going on there.
3: Probably just curious to what two uh, guys with microphones in their hands are uh, doing at a place like this.
1: Yeah, it does. You know, it, it's a little off-putting because, you know, podcasts were invented after they turned 50. So...
3: If they're lucky, it was that early.
1: (laughs) Oh, We are filling in here, though. So, yeah, I'm a little bummed that none of the people that won, there's like four people that won tickets through Pantheon, and um, why don't they come over and say hi and and thank you to me personally, I guess. Especially you, yes. All the work I put in.
3: You know, maybe they're shy. I'd be interested in
2: talking.
1: Right on. What do we got here? Hi, I'm Ryan. Ryan, nice to meet I you. Did you, by you chance, win tickets to Pantheon? Okay. My
4: buddy won, t- or my buddy's friend, that's coming won tickets. So I don't know how. Don't okay. Send them over here. How much was that, Stella? Uh, ten bucks. Okay, that's
1: not too bad. No. Uh, well, nowadays. Yeah.
4: Nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 10 yeah.
1: Ten fifty. Okay. Did, did you leave the fifty cents for a tip? Buck. 50. Buck. Oh, Theon. Okay. All right. He's gonna get better service around too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I you've, first time seeing Nick Mason.
4: No, uh, I saw him last time they were here too.
1: Okay, so yeah, I, yeah is it? Wasn't it now what, what kind of crowd can we expect?
4: Um, we're all a bunch of old old people. <laughs> there'll be some young people. You know, but I think mostly sitting. Um, <laughs> but they'll, you know, they'll be in. Right on. Obviously, I think the people that are here know what they're here for, and uh, they're
2: going to be appreciative. A couple Older guys, are you? I am forty-four.
1: Mm, I would say That's, that skews on the is, young edge. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> He's I mean, got us beat. doing my uh, cursory median age uh, guessing here, I'm gonna say you're below the median. Uh, uh, now we were just talking to a couple guys who made it, who also had been at the last show. Was it over at the Orpheum?
4: Uh, I thought it was here. It might have been. Okay. Know, the they do look together, They
1: so. do look alike. Once, um, especially once you get inside. But uh, they made it sound like we made a mistake not bringing like acid.
4: Uh. <laughs> I mean, the, the early music is kind of perfect for that, so <laughs> they got some good visuals up there. They yeah. have a uh, light show or whatever with uh, oil. You know, How'd you sneak yours about. in? What's that? How'd you sneak
1: yours in? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> not can't, can't give away the secrets. Okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, I'm just looking for tips. And just eat it beforehand. You know? Okay. Now <laughs> well, that sounds like a pro. Um. Well, we are from Cobras and Fire. We're local podcast recorders, and Pantheon is part of the uh, uh, the network that hosts us. They've sponsored this entire tour, so uh, we are hoping to run into somebody that won VIP tickets through Pantheon. But they have like to come. I said,
4: if they, uh, if they want them, I'll send them over here. So yeah. If you, hey, yeah. Are, are you, you guys are local. Uh, yeah. Like doing this throughout the whole tour. They
1: are, but we aren't. So, like, um, Pantheon shows that are recorded in other cities will. Kind of line up from where they're at, so, so all the
4: stuff will be yeah coming out in a show at the end of the tour.
1: Yeah, well, actually, as it goes, oh, okay. um, like our this will pop out later this week or early next week um, for for our feed. But uh yeah, it's all going. I I think that the Nick Mason people are sharing them as they come out as well, but I can't guarantee that. Sure. Any chance I could yeah. talking to grabbing a picture of us for gets
2: sure. Tupac? It would get that logo in front of you if you can.
1: Thank you, Ryan. No,
2: no,
1: no. I don't know. You two of us. At table. Oh, he wants it. I thought he wanted to put some on I thought, thought you, you really re- like. This Ryan. is for our bosses. Oh, for the bosses. Okay. Yeah, they want some social media.
5: <laughs>
1: so, I don't know. Can you fit us in? or? <laughs> it, thank you. Thank you. All right. Ryan, thank you very much.
4: Actually, I might be taking a video. Want to oh, no. <laughs> so
1: how deep is
3: your fandom oh, yeah, of, of Pink uh, Floyd?
4: I got into him when I was 15, 16, and 94. My very first concert was actually Pink Floyd at the Metrodome. So hey you 80, argue that it's been oh, you, all downhill since. I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't say that. But first or I second mean, was first. 88. I learned what a contact high was that night. Yeah. Uh,
1: I saw him at the Dome in 88. Okay. okay. Uh, KQ's twenty-first birthday party. They had a giant pink cake outside. I also got contact buzz for the first time, but
4: went, yeah, I want to say we were like second row, I oh. mean, opposite side of the stage, second row from the very back of the dome. Oh, so yeah, like, so all that uh, stuff is just straight back there. for us. But oh, yeah, yeah. Right. anyway,
3: that sounds like my Metallica "Injustice sure. for All" experience. The back of the dome.
4: Oh, oh.
1: thank, thank you, ma'am. Thank you
2: that's all good
4: yeah you want to talk to us yeah, talk to her. Mm.
3: <laughs> so before we lose track your fandom, as far as Pink Floyd does it does, does it have a, a preferred politics
4: time frame? <laughs> um, I mean we're like having two conversations dude. You know, I, I, whatever I, I you want to talk about, about. nick yeah, mason man we were, we what uh, what brings you here of all time but like i appreciate it all yeah um have you know, seen him before I, I would say like i never thought i would hear these songs performed live how was roger of them anyway i've heard you know heard some of them but you know especially the you know okay. side stuff, all the, the i've heard a couple comments like, fans, like
1: that tonight um, so i think i know where you're going
4: Lucifer Sam, you know, some of those songs like I never thought that I would hear. So I'm just so glad that, you know, uh, Nick decided to do this type of tour and uh, share these with, you know, the younger fans <laughs> like myself. Um, wow, that's a great uh, point. Whippersnapper. And, you know, these guys are old. You know, Roger was just here a month ago. You know, he's almost 80, if not 80. Hey, kudos it's to like the, these are, uh, Ushers. You know, probably there. the last opportunity to see these guys. You know, during uh, break. And, you know, for me ushers like, came I'm, I'm up because I was up in the 232 there, section.
5: Chance, so. Usher came up. Hey, wants to go down to 104.
1: Yeah. Do you have his name? I'd like to report him to his bosses. No, I'm just
3: So I'm I'm expecting high level music, musicianship, like Roger Waters and like uh, uh, David Gilmore would have. I'm expecting the same thing here. Am I am I correct in expecting that?
4: You know, I would say the nice thing about this band is there Allowed to be a lot looser, you know. Roger, oh, good. Roger, That's good. David's Pink Floyd shows, you know. Obviously, you know, it's good musicianship and everything, but you know, they got video screens and all this stuff going on that they got to kind of keep time to. Um, you know, not a lot of you know room for kind of moving around. At least with these guys, you know, I do think you know, for the most part, each show is going to be different. Um, you know, you might hear different things anyway. So uh, there's definitely a looser feel. To these shows, I mean, I think that's you know part of those early songs too. You know, they weren't as you know, highly refined. You didn't spend three years in the studio, you know, recording these songs. So, um, you know, I think I think these type of songs lend themselves to that too. But I mean, a, a show like this, you know, um, not anywhere near as like advanced. And I think there's, you know, I, I know I appreciate that 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 type of approach. So. There are great musicians on on stage here. Uh, so, and it does seem like they enjoy playing these songs quite a
3: bit. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, the little bits that I've seen on online from the last show the, or the uh, last time he did this tour, which how many years ago was that? Do you Do you know off the top of your head?
4: 2018, 2017. It was only three years. Ago. Yeah, I was gonna
3: say I thought it was pre-tip or it was pre-pandemic, but I just wasn't sure uh, exactly where that fell. Because I have a uh, co- a friend of mine who attended that show and was raving about it and when he found out I was coming to this one he's like you're going to have a great time but he's a big early Pink Flight fan he likes well everything up until Roger left the band so after that, is, is he's, he's kind of spotty with his fandom for me I like it all um, I'm a little less familiar though with the, Nick, the stuff that Nick's going to be performing tonight other than a few select tracks kind of like you mentioned stuff that Roger's still performing or David's still performing or stuff that I've seen on video from when they had this tour, however many years ago, seven years ago, or less than that even, uh, five years ago. Uh,
4: I mean, they're playing some obscure stuff, like uh, Vegetable Man, you know, a Sid Barrett song, um, that, you know, unless you're really into that, you probably don't know, you know, know that song, Candy and the Current body. I and mean, early stuff that, you know, again, if you uh, if you haven't really delved deep into Pink Floyd at all, then, you're only familiar with, like, the, you know, uh, Glory-era albums or whatever. This is definitely going to be a different experience. You know? Different experience in the 88, the Metrodome, the 94, the Metrodome, than any of these Roger tours and, and David tours that he does it very often. But, um, you know. Yeah, it's cool. and, and seeing it in a small venue. I mean, you know, the other guys mostly play arenas and, and, and what have you. Like to be this close, like I treated myself tonight. Like I said earlier, like this is you know probably one of the last chances, if not the last chance, to see these guys. And like you know what, I'm gonna buy, you know, I'm gonna throw down and spend a little money and you know be up near the front. So I got a second row ticket. and um, It's probably the closest game I'm gonna ever be to any of these guys, and I'm a little excited about that. So.
3: Yeah, that's a good point too, with it being in a in the theater like this instead of being in a in a big dome or a, a, a huge venue like that. It's a little more personal.
4: It is. It is. Only thing, I, you know, I do wish we didn't have seats. I mean, it is an older crowd, so... Probably, I appreciate seats. I do. I appreciate I do, the but seats, but too. But, I, you know, as far as, like, getting into the show, like, you know, I think when you're standing, you're a little more comfortable, you know, kind of in your own skin and, and doing whatever. When you're sitting, you're kind of worried about the people behind you and all that stuff. I mean, it is what it is. Like, I'm not not really complaining about it, but just like, man, if, if this was a standing show, it would probably be a little more energy from even us older folks.
3: I'd be curious to see some dancing.
4: Yeah, right? I'll
3: One stand the, as
1: long as Nick does.
4: Watch, a, I think was the Dick Clark show or whatever at the, the early Floyd played on, and he got people dancing, it's like these two things don't really go together. Um, it's pretty funny. American Bandstands. Uh,
5: I just
3: mean a, a, a older crowd tends to be a little, sometimes a little bit looser. They don't care what anybody is thinking about the way they're moving. I, so the uh, the seats are limiting in that fashion. I've seen some pretty interesting people who are uh, we've got a few years on me, just cutting loose.
4: <laughs> you 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 get the spry you know spry young folks every once in a while, and those are the people that you want to be hanging out with. In the next I like weekend. I like that, that word
1: spry shot. because it implies old. You, you don't ever call someone spry if they're young.
4: Man, if you got the attitude that you're young, that's, I mean, that's that, yep. So
1: I uh, wish I was spry. I, I'm jealous of those people.
4: See? got to have the attitude, man.
1: Maybe when you get older, you'll be spry. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the spry years. <laughs> you are a grandfather now, so. <laughs> so. I guess it's hitting me sooner than I thought. It happens to the best of us. Hey, man. How you doing?
5: I'm checking out your... Well, thank you very much for your time. Oh, <laughs> appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah thank
1: you. Mm. Enjoy the show. Okay. Hey, thanks a lot, Ryan.
5: Yeah, Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm a nerd. I'm checking out your sound test. Yeah, all right.
4: What's your name? <laughs> What's that?
5: What's your name? John Rogers. John uh, John John, John Call Rogers, friendly neighborhood blacksmith. Wow.
1: That is a name. Yeah, it is. Is that is that Irish?
5: No. Does okay. it fit on your license? All, is, all is French. What's that? Does it fit on your license? No. Okay. <laughs> Actually, my license is pretty good. Oh boy. Uh-oh. So what do you guys do? You're doing a music-oriented uh, podcast? Yeah, a- basically.
1: Yeah. Cobras and Fire is the name of the podcast, and Pantheon is our host. They are sponsoring the tour, so we're just kind of here on site. Uh, oh, what do we got here? Cal- oh, geez, nice photo. That, yeah, the photo. Look at that. Is that your signature? He's <laughs> like... I did this
5: for the TSA people. Yeah. <laughs> great, great. So you guys are here just sort of collecting people's uh, reminiscences? Or-
1: basically, yeah. Well, whatever anybody wants. Is there something about Nick Mason or just... Drugs in general. You want to talk about
5: drugs? Yeah, what the hell? Oh well, last time I did acid, I spent the night at Alcatraz. How's that? That's pretty good. Was like- it open? <laughs> uh, that? Was it open? Oh, it was open. Yeah, no, I used to volunteer for the National Park Service uh, in uh, um, Okay in Yosemite, and so as a thank you party, for two years in a row, they gave us a little uh, um, thank you party on the Balclutha, the three-masted sailing ship. The third year, uh, the Balclutha was closed uh, for repairs, and so they're like, "Well, do you want to be on drafty ass Angel Island, it's, you know, in the Bay Area?" and or, or Alcatraz, you want to spend it on Alcatraz? And so we're all just like, Yeah, we'll spend it on Alcatraz. And so we got there and we watched like Birdman of Alcatraz. We were like a bunch of older blacksmiths and ourselves, kind of younger ripper snappers is about twenty years ago. We'd all have jumpsuits made, right? And so um, the orange jumpsuits with property of Alcatraz penitentiary on the back. And um, and so I you know they're like, Yeah, you can stay in one of the cells and I walked up to one of the cells, and I put my bag inside and I looked up and the numbers added up to thirteen and I was like, Well oh, fuck all this. So I was, we were like, there's three of us, and we were, uh, you know, having a fun, partying a little bit. And we asked the ranger, we said, hey, can we sleep outside, man? Because, you know, it's kind of crazy. He was like, totally understand, dude. You know, you guys, just don't go around the back side of the island. It's really dangerous back there. And so we're like, okay, so that's fine. So what we did is we went outside and sort of wandered around a little bit. And then I was like, I was like just turn just peak a little bit. I was like, oh, yeah. And so I was like, I'm going to head underneath this tree and hang out and play my guitar. And my other friends were like, we're going around the backside of the island. So they did, and they cruised around the backside of the island. And and so I was just kind of hanging out under this tree. And then I realized about 2, 3 in the morning, uh, you know, it's like that I'm about maybe like 10 meters from the uh, um, morgue. on Alcatraz, the switchback where the morgue ride was right there, and there's that like a little site, little sign right there with like two guys that tried to run off, they got shot, and all this other shit. So there's all these you know ghosts and shit flying around. This is like 1999. So I was like, and the the, the doors were yawning open. I mean, use psychedelics, right? Not every day. You mentioned that. Well, so maybe no, but you you've done? Have you, have you guys? Gone? I actually never have. If you want to. Yeah. Well.
3: No, I was thinking of it tonight, but I missed my opportunity. You
5: know. Highly overrated, but you know, you, just, you, know, you throw up at a certain times. If I place. could do it in Alcatraz,
1: I might be convinced to do it's, it. At this uh, point.
5: It was pretty intense. So the, the, the doors were yawning open, and I was like, I was like, I may not come this back through, you know. And so I made a deal with the with the LSD and I was like, well, you know, if I can get back to my sanity, then we're done. We're done, okay? And then asked, was <laughs> like, yeah, okay, we'll be done. But um, but yeah, I think the last one of the last times I saw Floyd, I was dead nut sober as as tonight um but um but uh, 89 89 show i think i did some mushrooms that was pretty fun but you know honestly music like this as magical as it is you don't really need it man just, Fair enough. it's just beautiful stuff
1: uh, your license said California. Are you? Did you travel for this, or are you just? Uh... No, I
5: grew up in North Dakota. Actually, I live out there, but I help uh, um, help run an artist residence space out there. And then I actually uh, I bought some land out there. I bought a bunker up in northern North Dakota um, as an art studio, as a summer art studio. So I get out of Oakland a little bit every once in a while. So, yeah, Oakland, my, all right. Well... That's my crazy life. But actually, yeah, we saw. We went down to, from Grand Forks to Sioux Falls yesterday. Um, we uh, uh, saw Maiden, Iron Maiden. Oh, nice. You see this tonight. Go hang out with my friends' uh, folks tomorrow, and then back up the Grand Forks and work on my bunker a little bit. So, right on. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's your right. name was
1: super long. I already forgot it. That's uh, okay. That's uh, okay. It's very
5: convoluted. Uh, but thank she, you for coming John, on. John the Blacksmith. I John sorry. the Blacksmith. Uh, that seems it's so shorter do got, this what's time. The, what
1: are you collecting the stories for? Just for basically, um, uh, like I said, yeah. Pantheon is, is our, our podcast host. It's a web, basically a conglomerate of like 120 music shows. And at each one of the, they're sponsoring the tour, so they're basically having shows that they, they on their banner, come out and do like what we're doing. Okay. We're talking to anybody that wants to talk, man.
5: Cool. And thank you know you. how to talk. Tell you some stories. Yeah. Some I
4: won't. <laughs> All right, you guys. Have you a guys good have night. a good night, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good well, thank you Thanks for the you. time. And yeah, by the way, I love it. Yeah, you bet. yeah. yeah I got an H6.
5: Yeah. Because um, it looks like I can kind of layer stuff on there. Um, I can do the four separate um, new right?
2: Yeah, no, it's, got oh, yeah. it's got the,
5: the cross-inputs, and then it's got... Uh, that, um, so, that's my bunker, and then the, the, the closest neighbor is this um, giant Cold War radar array, this Christ. pyramid, that this uh, Bitcoin mining company just purchased. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so, that's kind of interesting. And it comes along with this, um, let's see, there's a good shot of it. This little security building, and then I keep this uh, this little sweetie out here as well, a little 71 Dodge Demon. Nice. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of fun, you know. A little Looks hobbit like he... house, a little <laughs> <laughs> nuclear war hobbit house. I <laughs> heard <laughs> <laughs> you guys from you guys Minneapolis. Yeah, well, I'm
1: St. Paul. He's Shakopee, but yeah, so, yeah, we're
5: local. basically. So they're asking people to do, and, and it's for the for the Big like
1: Mason tour? Or? Yeah, the Pantheon sponsored the whole tour. They have what like is the, Pantheon? They're like the podcast hosts. They like they, we're one of their shows. Like I think NBC and like all the TV shows. Like we're the shows on their That's network. So yeah, so like you know they based on proximity. So when they go to Chicago, anybody in the, the Chicago area is doing We're doing that. Anyway. And
5: then what, what is your podcast? You know, oh,
1: yeah. It's really absurd talk about music, hard rock and metal centric. Typically, oh, wow. it's yeah, comedy. We as a comedy rock podcast, rock talk is what we call it. So, Cobras and Fire is the name of our podcast. I've, uh, so yeah, Cobras and Fire. Cobras and fire yeah. So oh, wow. so to so yeah. check it out. Yeah, it's really ridiculous. Um, yeah,
4: so.
5: yeah. I get I get paid to play fire, so I can appreciate <laughs> it. Um, you know, I saw I saw Meshuga about
1: uh you got a very broad taste in music what's that you have a very broad taste in music
5: well, I yeah I I love, it's I love, good we can appreciate I that i love Joni mitchell i love uh you know the hard techno metal and like yeah. gothcore. i never you know i, you <laughs> know, I haven't heard gold have i've heard about them but i'm gonna listen to them now that you suggested okay. um no but i saw him in sugar the other night and there's this dude in a spider-man costume in uh in, in the pit and wait like, are you sure Whoa. that wasn't spider-man No, it wasn't. It wasn't. I was pretty sure because, well, you know, maybe it was. Maybe it was. He didn't, like, do any kind of web swinging stuff, but he did kind of do this weird twerking thing. So he's
3: keeping it low-key.
5: Yeah, he's kind of being on the DL. I was like, what the fuck ever possessed you to, uh, you know, dress up as Spider-Man? He's like, I don't know, but I'm sweating balls, and I can't see shit in this thing. And so I recounted to him... Well, that doesn't sound um, like Spider-Man. Have you ever heard of Max Sabbath? Yes. Okay, so I saw Captured by Robots. You ever heard of them? That's something to look up. Captured by robots is a guy who's been captured by these two robots, and they enslaved him, and they force him to give them midi tracks, and they're actually playing the music, and he's pre-programmed into them, and he sings, but he's all like dressed in like, you know, in, like a burlap is that bag, and a bunch of chains. It's really good. But anyway, I saw them in the Great American Music Hall on Halloween, right after the um, election, the uh, Trump election, and so I went as a dumpster fire and so I had this cardboard <laughs> box on my head and I, with, the, with the lid propped up about this much so I could just sort of see out and there was like, you know, styrofoam flames coming out of there and, and as soon as like the, the show started i was sort of on the same lines of not being able to see shit as soon as the show started people were like running into me and banging on the box and knocking me back oh, no. like, you know, just like trying to keep on my feet and the, you know, the like box I couldn't hardly see shit because you know, I'm inside of a dumpster it's on fire and uh, yeah so that was pretty exciting but that was just Captured by Robots and then Max Sabbath came on that was pretty entertaining but, uh, but yeah you three, three
1: songs and then I was ready to leave
5: but, yeah, you know honestly Captured by Robots that sounds and, more fun. he wiped the stage with Max Fs. And that's that's his cat, J-Bot Vance, who's out in the Bay Area. He does that. He does another band called Teddy Bear Orchestra. And that's all, like, animatronic bears that are playing music. And there's, like, other bears. Did
1: he have... ever work at uh, Showbiz Pizza?
5: No, but it, uh, the bears are basically like those Chuck E. Cheese fuckers. Chuck E. Cheese. Right? Yeah. And so, uh, uh, trackers, I'm gonna way up there. Um, So I'm going to go see if there's any merch. All right,
1: man. Hey, you have a, enjoy the show. Oh, what's your name? How about that? Start it with an easy one.
0: My name is Alyssa Van Dam.
1: And she is going to listen to our podcast. She says so. Yeah. She promised. Yes, it was a promise. I so.
0: promise. I'm just waiting in line for some merch.
1: Okay. Yeah. You're drinking my, my beer too. At the you Nick Mason
0: show with that a Coors Light. That piss you I paid. off,
1: Gene? Huh? Oh, Silver bullet.
0: I, I paid way too much. This is like twenty three dollars for two or some shit like oh that. Oh my God! Uh, we yeah. just saw
1: a guy drinking Stella for ten. <laughs>
0: You don't want to ask what the tip was. And okay. He, was yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh,
0: he paid. He paid
1: twelve bucks. So, uh, everybody we've talked to has been good tippers then. Uh, for, the, uh, you know,
0: well, I. they auto. They auto do it. So uh, they automatically get like four bucks.
1: Oh, so there's no. Okay, see. Well, here, you
0: can, and it says add more if you want. There's next. Add box. more
1: to what they already took. Yeah. See, I have a theory. Like, if if ten dollars doesn't include the tip, I'm not the one who's cheap.
0: Well. I mean, you have to consider we're at a concert. Oh, blah, of course. Blah, blah, You're not here blah, to save money. All that dumb bullshit. But it is great. I little, yeah. little it. They, they can
1: make plenty of money on $5. A terrible
0: word, but I mean, it's just the truth. Yeah. <laughs> a pounder for 10 bucks. give me a break.
1: Yeah, no kidding. I agree. So are you, this is your first Nick Mason show? Yes. All right, ours too.
0: We just went to Roger Waters. We went to the Pink Floyd Tribute Band in Lakeville, the Fabulous Armadillos. They were awesome. All right. And then we went to the Pink Floyd Ballet last spring. That was our second time. The Minneapolis Ballet does that. And that was awesome. So lots of Pink Floyd going on.
1: A lot of Roger Waters hate here. Uh. Well... (laughs) Maybe not from you, but
3: others.
0: Well, I mean, he is a pretty big douchebag, but his music <laughs> is awesome. So, if you come past it, his politics—they're—they're they're somewhat great. Like he's—he tra- means well, and he's trying to do good. So, but. Well, he had a guy a little, tell. He's a little uh, big-headed, but. Yeah,
1: and he's political and divisive. I get that, but someone—someone yeah. someone told us that the wall was overrated, and I'm like at a Nick Mason show. He's like, oh, this is the this is the stuff." So the I don't
0: wall know. was overrated. Well, I think all every. Thing about Pink Floyd is overrated, but my husband loves them, so oh, huh. I just get dragged along to all this bullshit. So <laughs> they're all good, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's Tuesday. We get
1: it's Tuesday.
0: Overpriced pounders. It's
1: overpriced pounders. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Have a good night. Enjoy the show.
0: Thank you. You guys have a
1: great podcast. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah, I think our best bet is just to like. Let's well, just no editing. Just drop this fucker just as let it is. Go. This is a total. Yeah, this is this, this is, is raw, baby. This is my kind of fun here. Uh, this is like Saturday night in Minneapolis. You just yeah, do it raw. Remember f- the first five minutes we talked? We're like, what the hell are we gonna do? And nobody's coming over here. Now it's just like,
3: yeah, it's a pretty good, pretty good turn off. Yeah. <laughs> when
1: is this gonna be on? Oh, it'll probably be out uh, before, before Sunday. Sunday. I'm not exactly before sure, Sunday. but yeah. If you look, but it stays there forever, so check it next week. Can I just but. Go on to the podcast yeah, go to. Yeah, go app to. And then look up that. Yep, Pantheon actually just launched their own uh, app, so you can find that in the Android or the Apple Store. Pantheon Podcast, if you Google that, you'll come to the website. It'll take everything you need, it'll be right there. That was perfect. And a perfect promo awesome. for your
3: thing.
5: <laughs> there you go, be right on. Commercial. That uh, the great. bosses will be happy. That yeah. was good. Yeah, thank
1: you.
3: <laughs> yeah, send that in. Yeah. Uh. Yeah,
1: yeah. You big news, be the sports Pan- model. Yeah. Pantheon did just launch their own Pantheon app.
3: Well, that's good to hear. I
1: downloaded it while you were in the bathroom at uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, so,
3: is that what took you so long to get in there?
1: Yeah, <laughs> you were waiting for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is all just people lining up for the merch, huh? Yeah, So it's backed up people, all the way upstairs. I,
3: if you had any hopes of getting anything, you might be gone by the time we we wrap this up and and clean up here.
1: Yeah, I have a very common size, so if, if, almost any time if I don't get in real early, I can't get anything I want. So We have the ugly shirt still available in the one you're looking for, sir, but uh, not that cool one. i uh, happened yes. to be at Rammstein. Yeah, the first three shirts I picked all sold out of XL. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I guess I'll take So either you got to put on
3: some more weight or lose some weight.
1: Yeah, I never thought about that. I could shed, shed a few pounds. You're working yeah, on it. Well, the thing is, you get you get iffy with the uh, with the adding too much weight because they don't really stock a lot of those. Where larges and extra larges are the two real common sizes, you hit that double X and above, and it gets it's you know you might be especially at a show like this. You're going to be competing with a lot of other. That's a good point. You know. Yeah,
3: the way the way our waistlines are going nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> kiss crews here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm I got carried away here. Uh. <laughs> Look around.
1: All right, how many people here like? Like, look at that line. Out of, out of those 20 people, how many of them, what, what do you think the the average time it's been since they last went swimming without a shirt on?
3: I don't want to imagine that, but I'm going to say it's been a while.
1: You know, it, it, that might sound mean, but I don't know, people. It's just the way it I, I, see it... I
3: wouldn't... Well, I wouldn't swim with a shirt on because I'm weird that way, I guess. Nah. But I should probably wear a shirt.
1: Yeah, you know, I saw that picture of the three of us in Andy's hot tub, and I thought the same thing about myself. It's like, ah, I probably should have left the... Maybe this is why... But I, I'm with you. I'm old school. I'm just, fuck it. He could have used some more bubbles. <laughs>
3: that would have helped uh, Helped hide a few things. Luckily, we decided to wear shorts instead of going au naturel, mm. like we originally planned.
1: Yeah, and actually, if we if we would have been able to do that like in the last two hours, I would have been able to supply some extra bubbles. Uh, I'm starting <laughs> to run out, though. Uh, uh, crop dusting here all the way back from uh, Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
3: I, well, that's good. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's hope so. Anyway, it's going to be warm inside uh, the oh, theater today.
3: David Gilmore rattled that lock sh- tour shirt. That's cool. That's oh right, look amazing, at that. Uh, actually, that may yeah, that was 2016, the last, man. Yeah, that was the last Gilmore album. Probably the last Gilmore tour, as far as I know.
1: It is amazing that uh, Nick Gilmore still plays drums. Nick Mason. Nick, what did I say? You said Nick Gilmore. Oh, I, my brain transferred uh, only half of the name. Yeah, that's yeah, like Nick a Nick Mason, who we're here to see tonight. Uh, yeah.
3: Is that Harry Potter? Think,
1: yeah, we should look up his age, but he's got to be in his uh, early to mid seventies. And we know plenty of people uh, that age are a little younger that cannot uh, cannot even sit behind a drum kit. I mean, Ringo Starr doesn't play fucking drums. He, I mean, Ringo looks good, but he never fucking plays drums, really. Well. But like he's, when he, he bl- likes
3: being up front, though, too.
1: Well, sure. He's but a when, drummer with lead singers. But he can play two songs with uh, Paul McCartney. I want that fucker hitting the, the drums, you know what I'm saying?
3: 1944.
1: All right, so we got 56 and 22. 78? Motherfucker, Did I do that right? getting dinged again. you're asking
3: me to do math in front of this crowd
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right well um looks like we can probably start getting ready to go in um there the merch line is blocking our view from basically everything at this point now we're we're basically yeah, the stages <sighs>
4: are
3: back and I'm gonna, <sighs> I'm gonna check the screen here and, oh yeah it's filling up
1: all right um, well, why don't we sign off, pack up, and uh, I'm going to see uh, maybe use the bathroom before I get in there. Uh, drank a lot of water today.
3: That's good, you got to stay hydrated. Exactly. A Nick Mason Especially show. at my age. So Especially your age.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, thanks a lot for helping me out with this, Gene. Anytime. Uh, you're always there. Um, and yeah, hopefully this was entertaining for the people that listened to it. It was a lot of fun to come out and do. And yeah, I mentioned it, so if you're hearing it for the first time here, go check out the Pantheon app. Downloaded it all your the Android store and the I don't even what's the Apple one called Apple Store whatever you know how to fucking get an app on your phone go go there and uh, (laughs) uh, look up Pantheon Podcast it's pretty cool all right peace.